Thank you, choir, for a beautiful anthem today and for Molly for your beautiful accompanying today as well. Our lesson today is from the Gospel of Matthew. I invite you to turn to chapter 13, and we'll be reading verses 31 through 33 together. These are, the text is two parables in the midst of eight parables in this chapter. So just focusing on a small part of that overall today. As Jesus teaches in parables, he told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed which a man took and planted in his field. Though it is the smallest of all seeds, yet when it grows, it is the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree so that the birds come and perch in its branches. He told them still another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into about 60 pounds of flour until it worked all through the dough. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. How many of you are going to be attending vacation Bible school this week? Raise your hands high so I can see you. Wonderful. Big crowd. How many of you? Keep your hands up. How many of you are going to be volunteering in vacation Bible school? A lot of you. Wonderful. Vacation Bible school's theme is digging for treasure. And we're going to learn a lot about parables this week. And you might think, Pastor Bob, that's a big word, parable, where you're going to learn all about it. But let me just give you a hint today. A parable is a story that Jesus would tell to help people understand what he was trying to say. That's the basic thing of it. Pretty simple, huh? But sometimes he would tell parables and you've got to really think about it for a minute. So this week you all are going to do a lot of that. Another person said that parables are earthly stories with a heavenly meaning. Earthly stories with a heavenly meaning. And that really makes sense to me. Stories that help me learn more about God and how God works. Sometimes they're simple, like a little mustard seed or a little bit of yeast to help the bread to be bread, or the dough to be bread. But there's a lot for us to dig down into these parables. And we believe that when we dig into God's Word, boys and girls, you'll learn this this week, that there is treasure to be found. Today we're going to learn this. If, it's, if you're taking notes, you can write this down. That small things can become great with God. Small things can become great with God. Jesus had been teaching and preparing His disciples to go all around Israel to preach the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, as Matthew describes it, to all of the people around them, to help them to understand that God was at work in the world and that God wanted people to embrace a new way of living and a new way of treating others, especially others who are not like them. He told his disciples to heal the sick and to raise the dead and to cleanse those that had leprosy and to drive out demons and that they would do this in Jesus' name. So he sent them out, as you remember from our scripture the other week, and then he continued to go about doing his ministry in the towns and across the countrysides. And one day, as you see in the very beginning of chapter 13, Jesus went by the Sea of Galilee and said a lot of things in parables. He was doing his teaching. Large crowds came to listen to him. In fact, so many 
that he actually had to borrow somebody's boat and go out into the water so that he could see everybody there on the, on the shore. Wouldn't that be amazing if you saw that today? How would you have felt if Jesus borrowed your boat and, and needed that? And so he went out and he's there sitting in the boat teaching and the wind and the water helped his voice to broadcast back to the people so they could hear everything that he was saying. Even, even the disciples sometimes, when Jesus would teach, they would have to ask him, well, can you provide an explanation for that? So it's always good for us to ask questions. Vacation Bible School students this week ask lots of questions, and that's okay. Well, Matthew 13, as I said, has eight different parables that Jesus taught, and today we're going to look at the mustard seed that the man planted and, that the, ye and the yeast that the woman mixed with the flour so that she could bake bread. They help us to see that small things can become great with God. Back in Jesus' day, the mustard seed was the smallest seed that a farmer would plant. And it would grow into what the scripture says is the largest plant or the largest tree in the garden. People considered that the mustard tree was like a shrub or a large bush or a tree, and it could be 10, 12, 13 feet tall. But if you research mustard trees that were so prevalent in ancient Palestine, you would see that they were not really all that great looking of a tree. In fact, some people considered mustard plants as a nuisance. Some people looked at it like kudzu, like it was a pain. Like we didn't want them because there were so many of them. So mustard trees were not looked at in the way that you might think. If I were teaching the people, I would probably pick a verse like Ezekiel 17, 23. And maybe instead of a mustard tree, I would refer to a grand cedar tree. Ezekiel says, on the mountain heights of Israel, I will plant it. It will produce branches and bear fruit and become a splendid cedar. Birds of every kind will nest in it. They will find shelter and shade in its branches. Or maybe I would say the kingdom of heaven is like an acorn that a man planted. And it took root and it grew to a tall oak tree. And people could see it for miles they could see its branches reach up to the heavens and see all sorts of birds make their nests there and be in the shade. Or maybe, maybe I would say that the kingdom of heaven would be like a poplar tree, this grand poplar tree, or maybe a redwood tree, or maybe better yet, the grandest of them all, a sequoia. The most noticeable of all of the trees. But that's the way I would do it. John, I would be conforming to the way of the world, not to the ways of the kingdom. See, that's not the way of God. In fact, the mustard tree is referred to as a very wiry shrub. The largest, yes, in the garden, but not a flowering fruit tree, not a cedar of Lebanon, not a towering oak, not a redwood tree, not a sequoia just a plain mustard bush that did not even have branches strong enough that birds could build nests there. 
Jesus does not use the word nest. Jesus uses the word perch. The bird could perch there for a little bit, but the branches would not support their nests, and they did not provide the shade that they would need in the hot sun. Perhaps Jesus is trying to tell the listeners and us today that the kingdom of God does indeed emerge from something small and obscure, and it does become something great. The mustard seed does produce the largest plant in the garden, but it is a whole lot different than we think. One writer says that the mustard bush is highly invasive, persistent, and hard to get rid of. It takes root, and it won't go away. Perhaps the kingdom of God is like that. Highly invasive, persistent, hard to get rid of. Maybe that's the image that Jesus is trying to help us to see in our minds as we imagine this small mustard seed growing into a mustard tree, very visible in the garden. A pastor wrote a blog post about a woman in his congregation who has an autoimmune disease, and it struck me, and I thought it'd be meaningful to you. He writes, since I've known her, she has declined from a very active life involved in a variety of concerns, including backpacking and camping, to a person who is in a wheelchair and sometimes cannot even get out of the house. But every single day, she writes letters and notes and cards. Every day, she writes our congressman, urging him to work for peace and to care for God's good creation or to show compassion for the least of these. Every day, she sends birthday cards to the members of the congregation Every single day she sends prayer cards telling people who are, in or are ill or suffering that she's praying for them. Every day, day after day, never relenting, never giving up, no one blows trumpets or shoots fireworks when she slowly, sometimes painfully writes her notes and her cards, and most of the time no one knows about it at all except you are the person who is on the receiving end of one of her correspondence. But like the mustard bush, she does not relent. Like the mustard bush, she persists. And then Jesus says that the kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed with three pecks of flour. This small amount of yeast works its way through the entire batch of dough and makes enough bread for a hundred or so people to eat. The yeast which was unseen worked its way through the entire batch of dough, transformed the dough so that it could be baked into delicious bread. Maybe Jesus' mom influenced him as he reflected on yeast and dough. Perhaps he would stand there watching, looking up at her as she worked the leaven into the dough and then let it rise and then baked it so he could eat that delicious homemade bread, smell the aroma coming through the house, even the wind blowing it outside as he was playing. Oh my, how grand it was when dinner came. Mustard seeds and yeast remind us that small things can indeed become great with our God. 
sometimes that seed is planted within us and we are transformed that we might not conform to the world that is around us. And through the church, the mustard seed or the, the yeast helps the kingdom of God continue to grow that people see God at work and that we are taught how to live different and how to treat people with respect and dignity in ways the world does not know how to do. A few reminders for us today as we process what it means to live on earth as it is in heaven, to be part of the kingdom of heaven on earth. First, never underestimate the importance of small random acts of kindness. You know what I'm talking about. You've heard stories where somebody buys a cup of coffee for someone in the drive-thru and it starts a chain reaction and numerous people do that over and over again. Maybe you've had someone purchase a meal for you for no reason at a restaurant. Maybe you've had somebody show up to your house and do some yard work for you and you never said anything about it but you're really glad they did. Maybe somebody paid for a car repair that you had and you're very blessed. Never underestimate the power of a random act of kindness. That's the kingdom at work. Second, remember, young or old, big or small, every one of us has a place in the kingdom of God. There is a place for you. Children, never underestimate what you can do for God. You might not know as much as some of the big people, but you will someday. God has a place for you, and God can do wonderful things through each, even though we might be young. Third, remind, we're reminded that the kingdom parables often invoke the unexpected. Jesus says things that are just unexpected. I mean, we would expect him to use the illustration of an acorn to an oak, but he uses mustard seed to a mustard tree that people described as kind of a pesty plant. How can you and I share God's love with others in unexpected ways that cause them to look and wonder why we do or say the things that we do in Jesus' name? A mustard seed of justice, a grain of kindness, a speck of mercy, a smidgen of forgiveness, a seed of humility. Our students learned all about this last week at Passport Camp. These things that we do that are seemingly small and insignificant can have a powerful result because God is in the business of taking small things and making big things to happen. Sometimes God just shows us these lessons in the most unexpected ways. Not long ago, I was coming up my front porch and I saw a little weed growing out of the crevice in the mortar between the bricks on my steps. And I thought to myself, I need to get rid of that weed, but I kept forgetting. And I'd walk, you know, I'd come in and out of the house. You've done the same thing. You know you need to do it, and you know, you just walk on by. One day, I walked out of the house and looked down, and it had bloomed. And I took a picture of it to show you. It wasn't a weed. It was a pansy plant. It's the same variety that we have planted in the flower beds in our yard. Either a bird must have 
dropped it there in the way birds do. Or the wind blew the seed there, but it took lodging in the small crevice right there in our brick steps. And it has bloomed. And since then, I took that picture, there are two flowers. It's just a reminder to me that not, not to dismiss the small things. Jesus' story sent us a message not to dismiss the small things. Don't overlook how God can take even the youngest of persons or the most inexperienced or people who feel like they don't have all the Bible knowledge in the world to do wonderful things, to make a true difference in our world in the name of Jesus Christ. Bit by bit, piece by piece, a little more of heaven on this broken planet. Let's pray together.